Welcome to another edition of Ask the Author at Blended-Families.com. We are so excited to have Barbara Haley here today, and she is the author of two wonderful children's books. One is called Aesop and You, and the other is called The Wizard of Oz is in You. Barbara, I want to welcome you to the program. Thank you. I'm very pleased to be with you today. I'm delighted, and I want to ask you how you came about coming up with these book titles. Well, my background is in theater and education, and of all the plays that I've been in or that I've directed with young people, uh, The Wizard of Oz has always been my favorite. When I was doing my children's theater, which I did, first of all, after graduate school in Palo Alto, California, and later started my own theater here in the hill country of Texas. I would always introduce the plays by telling the children in the audience sort of the metaphorical meaning behind the play, like, for instance, Beauty and the Beast, that beauty is within all of us. And The Wizard of Oz seemed to have the most metaphorically speaking. So after I stopped doing plays, I still wanted to do something to help build young people's self-esteem, which I think that's what children's theater does. It did, certainly did for me as a young person. I wanted to help young people that I would probably never meet, and so I decided to use The Wizard of Oz as a metaphor for life. I came up with the interactive question, and it just sort of grew out of that, basically as a desire to give a tool to parents and teachers to find out really what was going on inside of the children and to remind them that really the power is within them, that even though they're small, they're mighty, (laughs) and their thoughts are important, and what they do, their actions are important. And this also helps them understand more about their fears, their wicked witches, for example. And, of course, their good witches are their mentors. And so it poses questions that the parents and the teachers or counselors, whoever is working with the children, can ask the children. And they respond. The parents or or counselors or the children themselves find out more about themselves and why, what they're thinking. Well, and one of the reasons that I was so excited to get to talk to you, Barbara, is when I got a chance to read The Wizard of Oz is in You, I could see such potential for step-parents, for new members of the family to engage and connect with each other in a way that's a little bit less threatening. It's not so one-on-one, what are you afraid of? It's more reading a wonderful children's book with beautiful illustrations, connecting with each other, and then when a question comes up, a step-parent being able to be curious and wanting to be discovery with the child and ask them the question and maybe share their response to that question. Gosh, when I was your age, this is what I was afraid of. Exactly. So there might be a way to blend better using this as a tool. That's right. I'm glad you mentioned that because in the front of the book, I have a parent-teacher guide, which as far as I know, no books out there quite like these books, that the parents or step-parents should share their own fears at age 8 or age 6 or their desires. And I have another little booklet that comes with the book in the front. I call it Yellow Brick Road to a Self-Empowered Child, which there are 12 actions to molding your child or seeing her or him as a masterpiece. So that's tools to help build in the self-reliance. That was one of my favorite things about this book when I received it. Such a beautiful book, and one of the things that's remarkable about it is that it's got this hardcover, and then it has these wonderful guides in the front as well. 
And then there's a CD in the back. What is that about? Well, the book has been out a number of years, and I have literally sold, between this book and the other one, The the Aesop and You, over 10,000 copies. We self-published the books my late husband and I, and we sold them through our company. A lot of the people that bought them said, oh, this is my child's favorite book, but I'm tired of reading it. Do you think you could put it on a, back in those days, a tape? (laughs) And now it's a CD. So it's me, and I remember when I was a little girl, we had records, because it age, I will be 65 in a few days, so uh, there were just records that... Oh, yeah, I remember my little brother listened to the Wizard of Oz record and he wore it out. Yeah, Yeah, but for those children who couldn't read, you know, they had the record and the book that you would go along with the record, and they had a little magic sound when you turn the page. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so I have that in the book. So this is for children, even if the children don't read well. They know when to turn the page. I read the book. I ask the questions. Oh, so a parent could pause it at that point. Sure, absolutely. Oh, wonderful. Absolutely. It's so well done and it's really inspiring how you self-published it because the other thing that's really unique about both of these books is it's not the typical print that you see in books. It looks like it's handwritten. That's right. Well, it is. I have had a wonderful friend who's an artist, Linda Messina, who I had worked with in my children's theater, and she just did some beautiful illustrations. It was totally a piece of art. She literally wrote the words. She wrote them so that you can certainly read them, and that's interesting that you should say that. They are supposed to feel like they're part of the picture. Oh, yeah. It's really beautifully done. I've never seen books like this before. They're very special. And the other one, you asked about how I came up with it. The Aesop in You I wrote after The Wizard of Oz is in You. And like I said, I had children's theaters for a number of years. And my children, of course, grew up now. Some of them are even in their late 40s, (laughs) early 50s, and over the years were uh, teachers. And they were complaining to me that they were having very difficult, a very difficult time finding good literature from which to talk about values and character development, that sort of thing, that wasn't religious. So I remembered the old Aesop fables. I took about a year and went through anthologies, because mostly we know three or four of the Aesop fables, The Boy That Cried Wolf and a few. But I took them and I put them into modern times and I did the same kind of treatment with interactive questions so that children could talk about how they feel about integrity. For example, the first one is Sarah the girl that cried wolf. And uh, And I love how you made it modern day. I mean, it's great, the picture with Aesop wearing his old ancient clothes but with these ratty old tennis shoes on. That's right. And he introduces each one of the different stories as a different, well, he looks a little different. And I had used some old anthologies, Emily, that I had when some of my stepchildren, I was married to a man that had four children. There are some stories in the Aesop uh, anthologies that are very appropriate for today. For example, there's one on Stranger Danger. I call it Chester Cat and the Bird Family. Aesop called it the Cat and the Birds, but it is about Stranger Danger. And when I go into the elementary schools, for example, and read the books and do an author's day, usually to the second graders, third graders, the teachers want me to read Sarah, of course, about integrity, but also about Stranger Danger, Chester Cat. And I, of course, had wonderful Linda Messina did the artwork there, too.
Yeah, and it seems like it could also be, when I think about families blending under one roof after having different households, a yeah. book like Aesop and You can allow a family to start to talk about values, That's talk right. about ways of being, moral standards, and yeah. really open up conversation among everybody about how do we want to live? What are yeah. our codes? What yeah. do, how do we want to work as a family? And, and also then, each child to find out how the other children, if it is a blended family, mm-hmm. how does my new brother or sister feel about these things, different people being raised by different thoughts, different religions, different values, and so now how do we put them together to make something special? It allows for a common ground for everybody in the family because these are so unique. I've never seen these before, so chances are everybody in the family hasn't seen these before. Well, thank you. It's something new for everybody, and then they get a chance to build from that together. So, yeah, well... Barbara, it's just delightful to know about you and know about these books. And I'm wondering, how do our listeners get a hold of these books? We have a website, and it's named for our press, magicunicornpress.com. Oh, terrific. So anybody who goes there can learn more about you and order the books right from the website? That's true. They can find out what they would get out of the books and how to get a hold of us. And if they don't want to go through the website, they can call our office at 888-238-4272. Oh, terrific. Yeah. And one thing, one other thing I want to say about these books is you have a great way of quoting. You made a decision to print these a particular way, and I love how you say it, that these books are... They're indestructible. How did you put yeah. it? They're peanut butter proof. They're peanut butter proof. <laughs> They're so they have, great. Yeah, they have a very slick cover, and inside you'll notice the pages are a little thicker, and they're also a little slick. So I always envisioned that a parent or a guardian or grandma sitting down with the child and a little peanut butter sandwich, and you've got a 4-year-old or an 8-year-old, and they don't have to worry about spilling on them a little wiper. Any kind of a little wiper. There he was. And they're back to new. (laughs) That's so great. And what age group do you think that these are best for? Well, I'd say anywhere from 4 to 12. I saw that there was a pretty good range. Yeah. And the Wizard of Oz is you is really, I know people have said this before, you know, oh, this is for children 5 to 85. But this book truly, I've had grandparents that have read it with their children and when they answered the questions themselves, they may have never thought about that. I can see that for sure. I see the value in these books lasting a long time, which I think is another reason why it was so wise that you made them, yeah, maybe a bit of a higher price point, but this, yeah. this is a book you're going to have for a long time. For a long time. And they can use it this year, the child is six, and bring it out again next year, maybe right before school. What are your fears today? You know, if you were making your perfect world, what would it be like? And I think for a blended family, that would be a very good question, the answers to which would really be helpful to parents and grandparents that are trying very hard to blend the families. Yes. They know how the children feel. I thank you so much, too. And I look forward to hearing from any of your listeners that want to call me on my 800 number or talk to me on magicunicornpress.com. Well, terrific. And (laughs) wish you all the best with these books, Barbara. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much. You've just listened to another edition of Ask the Author, sponsored by blended-families.com. 
If you'd like to learn about these books or other children's books that are great for blended families, come visit us at blended-families.com. I'm Emily Bouchard, and we want to thank Barbara Haley for coming and speaking with us.